Hello and welcome to Equine Voices Podcast. My name is Ronnie, an intuitive equine communicator. I hope you enjoy this episode and thank you for listening. Good afternoon. I hope you've been enjoying the beautiful weather. It's been really, really hot, sunny and dry. I've just sat outside in my paddock listening to the birds. There was loads of starlings in the trees and they were singing away. And then all of a sudden they just stopped. It's like a deadly silence. And that always reminds me of winter time in the afternoon, around about two, three o'clock time. They'll do the same thing. They're in the trees, singing away, lots and lots of chatter. And then it just stops. It usually, as the sun's fading in wintertime, it just reminded me of that. I don't know why, but it just did. Anyway, I hope everybody's well. So today's podcast is about new arrivals. And I'm so excited to share that I have a new companion for Toots. Her name is Frances. And she's settled in like a dream. She's so adorable. She just wants to be with you. She's 11 years old and she's a Welsh Section D. And she's 14 hands, a good 14 hands. And bless her, when she arrived, she arrived on a huge, huge lorry that goes up and down from Scotland to England every week. So her journey was split up. She had two rest places so she came across the border stayed in this side of Scotland for the weekend and then she traveled to Newmarket and she stayed there and then she came here and this was all included in the travel costs which I thought was pretty reasonable considering the journey anyway this huge lorry bigger than a double-decker bus, could not get down the 90-degree bends. He couldn't get down. So he rang me to say, I can't get down the lane, she's going to have to come and walk your horse. It's like, what? So I hadn't met Francis. I decided on my intuition and everything that came before that she was the right horse, and she definitely is, definitely is. But I hadn't met her in person. So I was like, oh my goodness panic stations and then I thought what the heck am I going to do so my friend that I rent my paddock off said right let's go and get him a walker so we guided the lorry drive to the nearest public house and then we drove up there and asked if he could come into their car park which they kindly said yes we offloaded her and we walked her back and she was a little bit sweaty but she was next to a thoroughbred that was quite stressed So apart from that, she got off and we walked her for 20 minutes. Um, Yeah, about 20 minutes walking. And she did really well. She met cyclists, sheep, a few cars, and she just did really well, bless her. So in those 20 minutes, it showed me so much of her character that I would not have seen if she'd literally come off the lorry straight into the field. I might have hesitated with a few things but because of that I thought bless her you know she's more than I imagined and since she's been here two I kept them separate for a few days two looked up and then she came to season and came squirting next to her just to say I'm a female I'm here but everybody else the ponies next door fine and then I think it was about two or three days later I decided to introduce them 
And I was going to get a head collar and just do it slowly, but I thought, no, just open the gate. And in she came. Toots was eating hay and Frances went up, but she didn't go up to Toots. She went to the other horse to say hi. So she did the right thing. She actually looked away from Toots. She didn't give her her confrontational look. She went to the other pony to say hello and allowed Toots to invite her back, which she did, but she told her, no, this is my hay, in a nice but firm way. I was so proud of them, all of them. It was so lovely. There was no drama. It was really, really lovely. And uh, since then, I've got to know her a little bit more. She's been here for a few weeks now. She loves company. She loves company. She's been lightly backed. So although she's 11, I think she's lived on the hills. And I know she's been lightly backed. I haven't really gone back to the previous owners and asked exactly what have you done I was going to then I thought actually no I'm just going to judge it on what she presents to me so I'm just taking everything slowly I've I've put a head collar on her and a bareback pad and I've leant over her but her aids so to ask her to turn on the ground there's not a lot there so compared to Toots who's very sensitive Toots is a quarter horse and she is Western trained. It's very much light touch. You ask her and then you allow them to move. So she's very light to the touch <laughs> in lots of ways. Whereas Frances, there's nothing there. She's not understanding what you're asking. She's bracing against it. So I'm going to take things really slowly or at her pace rather. At her pace. But she's so inquisitive. She wants to be there. She investigates, which is lovely. And her character is so good. Yeah, I'm so pleased, beyond pleased, how she's just slotted in. feels like she's been here ages. It feels comfortable. And I'm so pleased for Toots to have company in her paddock. And they groom each other, which is lovely to see. And although she got to groom her field companion that was at the other side of her, it was through a gap. It was through a shelter where the top part was open. So they groomed each other's necks. But she can actually groom all over, which is lovely. I'm so pleased. So pleased. But it is quite funny watching the dynamics. Frances is just becoming a little bit comfortable with how she says things. So she still listens to Toots. But Toots, when she walks off, sometimes she swaggers if say, I'm doing this. She's quite opinionated. Yeah. But she's not nasty or anything. And I can feed them together, which is lovely. I can feed them together. Toots has always been good at, at that. Yeah, she, her own character is coming out a little bit, a little bit more. And Toots walked off the other day because she has a fly mask on, and the flies are really bad at the minute. But sometimes she doesn't want it. But it does depend how I approach it. If I just go in, and literally, it's almost like, hang on a minute, can you just ask me? Which you know, fair enough. And she'll walk off, and I think, okay, that's fine, your choice. And then I'll put Frances on and then she'll stand there and I'll go, right, and she lets me put the flying mask on then. But what she does is she rounds up Frances to move her on, to come with her. She's like, come on, Frances, we're going. So I call Frances back and Frances comes and she almost looks, oh, she's meant to follow me. <laughs> she stands there. It's really funny. How the dynamics, how they interact with each other. And obviously I'm putting my interpretation on this. 
you know, it might not quite be that way. But she just looks at you to say, oh, she's meant to follow my orders because, you know, I'm in charge. Yeah, it's lovely to say, it's lovely to say. From day one, Francie's been really good with fly mask. And I don't know whether she's had one on before. I know she is green. And when they say lightly, that's what they said lightly. You know, they'd say it wouldn't take much because of the personality. But you can see that in her. Bless her, I gave her a shower when it was really hot. I gave them both the hose down and toots. You can just spray her, she's fine. Francis was okay. And if it hadn't have been so hot, I would have probably backed off just on the front end because I could see she was getting a little bit, oh, I'm not sure about this. But she stood there and she got a bit fidgety and I should have stopped. But I thought, actually, I just need to cool you down. It's so hot when we had the two really hot days. So I won't do that next time. I'll just do what she's okay with. And that's fine. That's fine. But I wanted to share that. I thought, okay. I'll share about my new arrival. So it's exciting. I've taken them out for a little walk and I thought, well, Tutsa has her companions next door. So when I take Francis out, they'll be okay. You know, they've got company. And I took Tutsa out for five, ten minutes, brought her back and then took Francis out. But oh no, <laughs> everybody were like, where's she going? Oh my goodness. So... That's what I'll be doing. When they go out, it'll be just a few minutes. So they know they're coming back. Just they'll get used to it. Her companion next door, she goes out. Toots does the same thing. She has the Shetlands, but she still calls for Maggie. Not a mad call. She's calling her. Where are you? But she still carries on eating. This is all new to me, having two ponies. I know Toots and I know of physically and I, I know her moods I know things about her Francis is a new book and although I know quite a lot already by what she's shown me and what she's shared it's still a new adventure physically she's so different she's chunkier some of that's breeding but I need to make sure that actually is that part of a breeding or do I have to watch her weight so it's lots of things to think about lots of things but I'm not going to stress about it the main thing is they all got on and she fitted in. But also she was happy here and Toots was happy with her. That was my main thing. You know, I don't want to sacrifice one animal's mindset for another one. I wanted them both to be okay with each other. That was really important, really, really important. And that's what I've got. So I'm more than happy. And uh, she's shown me so much more that I didn't ask for. That I wouldn't have thought about. Yeah. So she's a lovely, lovely little mare. And she's just open. She's inquisitive. So she's a bit green, but she's very inquisitive. She does want to be with you, which is lovely. Whereas Toots sometimes can be a bit aloof, but that's fine. That's probably because of, of me a lot of the times in the past. So we're talking about your Toots. <laughs> she's got one ear hanging out of her flying mask yes yeah, so I thought I'd share that exciting news but how she came about is just as exciting just as exciting so when I was looking for a companion I was looking for like a rescue pony and I'd looked online at the usual places to see if there's anything suitable but most of them was either thoroughbred or something that you couldn't ride and I do want to ride 
I do want to ride. I miss that. Yes, there was nothing suitable and I'd been looking for a while. Then I sent some messages out to people I'd come across on Facebook. And one of the places was in Inverness, where Francis came from. And it was a trekking centre where they take people out trekking and, and holidays and things. I asked if they had any horses that they knew about that was maybe semi-retired. I told them what I was looking for, companion, and also to ride, but nothing heavy, just trekking. And I'd also applied for a rehabilitated racehorse because they don't just get racehorses. They do get other horses as well sometimes. So I was... Somebody said to me, well, why don't you try then? I thought, okay, I don't really want a thoroughbred. I love thoroughbreds, but I don't want a thoroughbred. But I'll fill in the form. So I filled in the form. Because to me, what I was saying is to the universe, okay, I'm open now to receive. This is what I'm looking for. So I filled in the form. And I think they had it for a few months. And I said, oh, is it a tall order because of what I asked for? And they said, well, we do get them from time to time. So we'll keep you posted. We have nothing at the minute. Then they closed their applications ready for the new arrivals in March, new registrations. And they sent me an email saying, we've closed your application. We haven't got anything at this minute. If you want to re-register, please do so. And literally within a few hours later, I got an email from the trekking centre in Inverness saying, we have a pony that we're just about to advertise. Don't know what you're looking for, but here are the details. So I said, can you send me some photographs and a video? So they sent me a video. And she had the most sweetest face and I thought, she's got such a kind eye. So they gave me the price and I thought, well, I wasn't looking at buying, I was looking at doing rescue, which is a small affair, I wasn't looking at buying. So I wrote back and said, look, you know, I really like the look of her, she sounds lovely, however, I'm not in a position at this moment to proceed and sort of explain. And they said, that's fine, if you change your mind, get back in touch with us. So... She was on my mind most days, flitted in and out. And I think it was probably two or three months later, two months later. And something prompted me to say, ask them again and see if they'll come to an agreement. So I thought, okay. So this is what I did. I messaged them and said, my position hasn't changed. However, would you be up to an agreement of some sort, an arrangement? And to my delight, they replied straight away. The agreement they offered, I still could not do. So I said, I still can't do that, but would you agree to this? And they came back and said, yes. And I thought, okay, this is universe saying, this is an opportunity. This is what you've asked for. Are you going to say yes? So I said, yes. <laughs> I said, yes. And it's all worked out. It's all worked out. Even with a few curveballs coming my way, it's worked out beyond my dreams. So why am I telling you that part? Because at that moment, I was not set up financially or in either way for entertaining another animal. But from opening the doorways, opportunities came along. An opportunity came along. It's like everything's been laid out. Everything I've asked for consciously or unconsciously, is there. It's been presented to me. So what do you do with it? Do you say, no, thank you, not today. I missed that opportunity. Or do you say, yes. And I said, yes. So that's why I'm sharing this story. Because I didn't wait for the right opportunity. I didn't wait for the finances to be there. 
I said yes and everything else fell into place. So if there's something you want in life, don't wait for the right time. The right time is whenever you want it to be. It's now. Don't allow what you don't have to stop what's available. If we just trust what we see, we're missing so much. I trusted my intuition. I trusted what I felt. Even though if I said that to somebody else, they'd be going, well, how are you going to make that happen? You know, that's the doubted Thomas. And the thing is, when you work that way, you don't have visual proof of it's going to work out okay. And so it's actually happened. You just have to trust that it will. And it does. More often than not, it does. There might be a a tweak or a variation of what you thought it was going to be. But actually, most of the things are turning out even more than I could imagine. They're turning out better. So if you get the chance and you get an opportunity, say yes. You can always change your mind later, but say yes. Don't close the door before you've had time to open it fully and see what's there okay but you have to take a leap of faith you have to believe because it's not always tangible it's not always what you see in the physical if you're waiting for that you'll be chasing it sometimes you're chasing it always it's like tomorrow's going to be a better day tomorrow will always be tomorrow it will never be today you have to say today is the day And I'm saying yes, I'm saying yes to this opportunity. So that's why I'm showing that part of the story. It's important because if I hadn't taken that chance, then what I truly wanted in my heart, that part would not have happened. And I'd always be thinking, what if? It's also shown me about other things that I want in my life. So that's why I'm sharing about Frances and how she came about coming here. I'm excited for the next part of our journey as a little family. I'm excited for them and I'm excited for me. So I hope that life is treating you well and I hope you're having fun with your horses and just enjoying being whatever it is you're doing at this time. So excited, excited. Thank you for listening. I really appreciate your time and I wish you all the best. Take care, speak soon and bye for now. You've been listening to Ronnie King at Equine Voices. Thank you for listening and speak to you soon.